Well, hey kids, this is the Preacher and the Piano Man, a fun podcast to help kids learn and pray the Bible with their parents. My name's Tyler, and I'm the Preacher. Whoa. Trev, what? You were at Outback last week. Where are you this week? <sighs> oh, oh, excuse me. Sorry. I was uh, filming for the uh, the movie Aquaman 2, and uh, I thought this was all CGI water. It is not. That's, that's amazing. How did you get the cast for uh, Aquaman? I thought well, he was jacked. So, uh, no, I'm not Aquaman. Oh. That's that's safe for Jason Momoa. Uh, I am, uh, unfortunately, just, I'm playing a regular clownfish. On brand for you. Yep. Well, you know what? On today's episode, uh, the good thing is I'm on my lunch break right now, so we have time to discuss a couple fun things. Uh, on this podcast, Tyler, you're going to tell another Bible story, and I'm going to ask a couple clarifying questions. Then at the end of this episode, I'm going to write a silly song based on what we talked about. Super exciting. Okay, today's episode is on, can I get a voice effect here? The creation of humans, Genesis 1 and chapter 2. Let's do it. Hit the theme song. Those yummy goldfish. Cause guess what? We granted your wish. You get to hear from your bucket list. It's the preacher and the piano man. Fun and now go hand in hand. And this time it will be grand. It's the preacher and the piano Okay, so our vocabulary word from last episode was, kids, uh, do, do any of, of you remember? Yes, you little boy over there eating the goldfish. Go ahead. Genesis. That's correct. Everybody say it together now. Everyone say. Genesis. That's, that's right. And Genesis is the book of firsts, the book of beginnings. Now, last week we talked about how in the beginning God designed and ordered our world. Kids, do you remember some of the things that he created? The planets. That's right. He created the planets. What else did he create, kids? Minions. Bada-boo. Okay, I'm not, I'm not sure minions were in the beginning. Let's, let's try again. One more thing. Did he create anything else? Cutie patootie puppies. Yes, he did. They are cute. As, as I love puppies. And I, actually, I wonder, Trevor, do you think when God created the animals in the beginning, did he create them as like, Adult animals, or did he create them all like like puppies and little baby ducklings and kittens? And oh, man, as much as I would love the thought of it's just babies everywhere, like who's who's taking care of them? You know. Well, also, you think that was when the baby shark song was created? In the beginning, God created the baby shark song. <laughs> I don't remember that in the reading from last week, but that would be amazing. Now, God also created us, though, human beings in the beginning, in his image. And that's our vocab word of the day, kids. Image of God. I'm gonna read you a verse here. Let's get a little voice effect for it. Genesis 1:27. So God created human beings in his own image. Whoa. That felt pretty epic. Now, do you know what it means um, to have the image of God, Trev? No. Can you tell me? Uh, yeah, I didn't expect you to know. It's okay. The image of God is, 
actually a, a gift that God gave only to human beings that makes us really special. Um, and it points to two things about us, uh, our worth and our work, our worth and our work. Now, let me explain each of these to you, kids. Let, let's start with our worth. You know uh, you know what this, this coffee mug right here is worth? Uh, probably not a lot. Probably like $8. Wrong. It's actually worth $130. Oh, dang. Flex on us. Well, um, this is, is actually a gift. Um, and the reason why it's $130 is because uh, it's what's called an ember mug. And an ember mug has this little heater built inside of it where it will keep your coffee at the exact temperature that you want it, which is 137 degrees. For me, that's the proper temperature to drink coffee. And if you disagree, you're wrong. Now, $130, I would never spend that on a coffee mug. Um, I would only spend it on Grader's ice cream. But, but I think the point here is critical to help us understand our worth. You see, do you know who decided that this mug would be $130? Jeffrey Bezos? Uh, no. Oh. Um, it was the maker of the mug. The mug maker made this mug very special. It put a price tag on this mug, and then it sold it for 130 bucks. Now, I want you to pretend, though, that, that this mug had a self-esteem issue and also a voice. And it said, you know, I don't feel like I'm $130. I'm really worth like $1. I'm the worst mug ever. Would that change how much the mug is? Uh, no. No. No, not at no, all. No, because the mug does not decide how much it's worth. The maker of the mug decides how much it's worth. Now, it's the same with us. Whether we're feeling really good about ourselves or whether we're feeling really bad about ourselves, God made us special. We're like cosmic embers. Oh. Cosmic what? I think you were going to say cosmic brownies. I don't even know what a cosmic brownie is, but I was going to say a cosmic ember mug. That's what we are. We're like cosmic – what is a cosmic brownie? <laughs> it's, a, it's a little Debbie snack. It's delicious. You really – if you don't know what that is, I'm sorry. You've, you had a poor childhood. Well, I know what the 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 Christmas tree cakes that Little Debbie sells. It's just we just went through Christmas, um, and I probably ate about seventy of them. Yep, yep, yep. But these you know, were more like cosmic Ember coffee mugs, right? Because Little Debbie sell for two dollars, but but Ember coffee mugs sell for a hundred and thirty dollars, right? God made us special. Now uh, Genesis was written like thousands of years ago, and uh, back then, before iPads and the internet, an image of a god was an idol. Um, an idol is like a statue that people would make in order to represent the gods that they worship. Now, I don't know if you know this, but back then they worshiped weird stuff. They worshiped the sun, so they would make like a little sun statue from gold. Uh, or they worshiped animals, so they would make little animal statues out of wood. Uh, basically, it would be like taking your Superman action figure from home and singing worship songs to it like you do at church for Jesus. You're like, Superman loves little children. That's kind of weird, right? A little weird, yeah. Now, according to the first two of the Ten Commandments, God didn't want his people to have idols, though. The second commandment actually specifically said they were to never build any idols or images of God. Like, if you read the Bible, all the other tribes and nations were doing idols back then. But God said, no, not my people, because he had already made his image, and he had put it on us. So just kind of, kind of like an idol represented the presence and the power of a God in the world, we're supposed to represent the presence and power of God in the world. He doesn't need an image because we are his image bearers. 
And by the way, that's why we teach you kids to be like Jesus, because you're supposed to be an image of Jesus to all your friends. If we bear God's image, that makes us special. Like, Trev, what do you think the coolest thing in the universe is? Like, the coolest thing? Um, probably those things that you put on an apple that turns it into eight slices automatically. You save so much time and effort with having to, like, cut your own individual slices that way. I literally just used one of those this morning. Huh, there it's you go. fantastic. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah. Well, what about you guys, K- kids? Um, what do you think the coolest thing in the universe is? When my mom cuts off the crust of my peanut butter jelly sandwich. I love hot dog water. Um, I, I love my dad. I love imitation crab. Wow, uh, I love imitation crab too. That was super creative. Um, but c- even compared to imitation crab and your dad and hot dog water, the Bible says that we are extra special. Uh, Psalm 8 actually says that you and I are the crown of God's creation. Even more special than bacon, even more special than sunsets, more special than the cheese dip you get from Mexican restaurants. We are super special because only you and only I were stamped with God's image. So no matter the color of your skin, no matter if you're tall or short, no matter if you're a boy or a girl, fast or slow, I want you to know, kids, he's chosen you to be his special little action figure, fighting evil, showing love to everyone on his behalf. That means you are fearfully and wonderfully made, fearfully and wonderfully weird, and fearfully and wonderfully loved by God. Now, having God's image doesn't just point to our worth. It also points to our work, Trev, our work for God. So if you could have any job in the world besides being a pastor and the piano man, what would what would it be? All right. I've thought a lot about this question. I think um, an ice cream taster would be really awesome. I can't think of any cons to that. Is there a specific ice cream company you would want to work for? Um, I mean, Graders is the best. There's nothing better. So Graders it is. Um, that, I honestly can't think of any better job than that. So I'm going to second that. Um, ice cream taster would be great. Um, you know, I always had aspiration of being a professional baseball player, but now that you brought that up, it's way better. So um, now we all have different jobs, right? And kids someday, all of you who are listening will have different jobs when you grow up. Some of you will be pilots. Some of you will be teachers, doctors. Maybe some of you will be full-time parents. And all those are important. But did you know those aren't actually our real job? Our real job as image bearers is to lead and love for God, no matter what job we find ourselves in. So let me read to you Genesis chapter 2, verses 4 through 7, okay? This is what the Bible says. It says, when the Lord God made the earth and the heavens, neither wild plants nor grains were growing on the earth. For the Lord God had not yet sent rain to water the earth, and there were no people to cultivate the soil. So then the Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground. He breathed the breath of life into the man's nostrils, and the man became a living person. Now, did you hear that, kids? Okay, here God creates the first human ever, Adam. And he breathes the breath of life into his nostrils, which actually is a strange part. Trev, how do you feel about, about being created from dust and, and breath? Well, if anything, it's just impressive, right? Like how did he, I, I can't, you could give me all the ingredients to make a shepherd's pie and I wouldn't know where to start or be able to make it at all. 
but God was able to make us out of nothing. That's amazing. Yeah. The only part I feel weird about is that in order to to breathe the breath of life into man's nostrils, God would have had to put his mouth on Adam's nose. Yeah, that kind of freaks me out just a little bit. Um, yeah. There's, I mean, were there boogers in there already? Because he was just – maybe there were no boogers, and so that's what makes it okay. Now, you see, the reason why God created a human, though, uh, was because in the verse it says there was no people to take care of the earth. God had created this wonderful planet, but he wanted someone to lead it for him. It's kind of like building a Chick-fil-A with, uh, with no workers. Like you got to hire some high schoolers, put some pleated pants on them, and teach them how to say my pleasure, right? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank my, you. my pleasure. My pleasure. My pleasure. Yeah, exactly. So in the same way God created the world, and then he asked us to lead it. From the dust he created Adam, and then he nose-kissed him into existence. Now, apparently Adam needed some help, though. So uh, let me read to you Genesis 2, 15 through 20, where God uh, decides to create Adam a helper. Verse 15, it says, The Lord God placed the man in the garden of Eden to tend and watch over it. Then the Lord God said, It's not good for the man to be alone. I will make him a helper who is just right for him. So the Lord God formed from the ground all the wild animals, all the birds of the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would call them, and the man chose a name for each one of them. He gave names to all the livestock, all the birds of the sky, and all the wild animals. But still, there was no helper just right for him. Okay, so according to the story, God let Adam name all the animals, which I think would have been super fun. Like, is there an animal that you think deserves a better name? I feel like an elephant should just be called Big Rhino. Did you know that there's actually an animal uh, called the mountain chicken? I did not. Yeah. Do you know what kind of animal it is? Uh, I'm going to say it's not a mountain. I'm going to guess it's a chicken. It's not a chicken. It's a frog. The oh. mountain chicken is actually a frog. That's a that's a bad name. Did Adam name that one? I, he, apparently. There's also a, a fish called the boop, boop. Literally, it's just boop and boop. You can Google that one. The boop, boop. That sounds like that was named at the end of his shift. He was like getting a little tired. He's like, uh, boop, boop. <laughs> yeah, you're going to okay. be boop, you're the, boop. You're the, Let me touch your nose, okay? God touched my nose. I'm going to touch yours. Boop, boop. And then there it was. <laughs> oh. Okay, so after uh, Adam names all the animals, uh, the passage suggests that he, uh, he actually tested them to see if he could find a bestie. And none of them worked. Well, I mean, you know, he probably tried the dog and he was like, yeah, you know, this isn't, this isn't bad, but they keep barking. Right. And then he probably tried the cat after that. And he was like, okay, this is a bad idea. These are the worst. You can't talk with a parrot because it's just going to mock you and say the same thing back to you. Right. You can't jump on the bed with monkeys because one falls off and bumps its head. Exactly. Bump its head. You know, playing basketball with a giraffe, it just blocks all your shots all the time. Right. Or maybe he asked the T-Rex to snap a selfie of him and, you know, it's just arms are. Just none of them sound like they'd fit. Right, you know? So finally, God's like, quit playing tag with the squirrels. Never gonna catch them. Um, I have a perfect partner for you. Genesis 2, 22. It says, the Lord God made a woman from man's rib and brought her to the man. At last, the man exclaimed. This one is bone from my bone and flesh from my flesh. She will be called woman because she was taken from man. So you see, kids, God creates Eve. She's Adam's helper. She's made from Adam's rib 
and 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 where are your your ribs, kids? They're on your side, which is a really powerful image. That means Adam and Eve are supposed to live and work side by side, and they did. Pretty cool, right? And uh, speaking of cool, Trev, yeah, you got us a song ready. You know, I think uh, I think you've given me enough to work with. All right. You got 30 seconds to prep. Let me review real quick with the kids. Kids, thanks for listening today. Here's your homework. Remember, your key truth is image of God, image of God. This is God's special gift to us that points to our worth and our work. We were made special, but being made special makes us responsible. Our worth points to our work. We are responsible to lead and love for God. In fact, Colossians teaches us that Jesus was the visible image of our invisible God. He shows us exactly what it looks like to lead and love for God. And he didn't use his specialness to be served. Instead, he used it to serve all the people in all creation. Second, your memory verse, kids, is Genesis 1.27. God created human beings in his own image. God created human beings in his own image. Now, your prayer assignment, as soon as the song is over with, I want you to thank God for the special worth and work he's given you. I want you to tell God one way he's made you special, and I want you to tell God one way you can work for him, be his image today. Your parents can help you there if uh, if you can't think of anything fast enough. And then last is your secret word. Last week, or uh, excuse me, last episode, our first word was squirrel. Today, Trev, what's our, our second word? Our second word is consume. Wow. Squirrels consume. Can't wait to hear word three. And I can't wait to hear this song. So, Trev, take it away. Are you short or tall? You're the image of God. Are you boy or girl? You're the image of God. Good or bad at sports? You're the image of God. The image of God. The image of God. Do you like string cheese? You're the image of God. You allergic to bees? You're the image of God. Do you have to sneeze? You're the image of God. The image of God. The image of God. Well, that's going to do it for us. Thanks again for listening to another episode of The Preacher and the Piano Man. Right now is your opportunity to go ahead and pray with one another. Kids, I want you guys to be praying and thinking about how can you be God's image and show the love of Jesus today. We'll see you guys next time.